Hey everyone, welcome to this week's Going in Circles Big Monday Show. It's the final show before the prestigious Colonial Downs Summer Meet starts. And, of course, Saratoga. We will uh, we'll talk about various things, including a bunch of stakes... From the past weekend, some things that probably won't be remembered past the show. And we're going to preview at least a couple races on the, on the Thursday card. We'll be back here in just a minute. Hey, if you haven't done it already, it's time for you to sign up for the Going in Circles Digest. Go to www.goingincirclesdigest.substack.com and click on the link to subscribe for free for the latest in stakes previews and stories and all kinds of other assorted nonsense. And I even put up some cool videos every once in a while for uh, historic purposes. Anyways, check it out. Goingincirclesdigest.substack.com it's free. It should be for you. Mr. Sniper. Mr. Simon. I uh I was a little late today. Sorry. I couldn't find the app on the iPad. Did you change it? It looks different? No, I thought I might have deleted it. Well, <laughs> that's always on the table, right? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, there's always a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> By mistake, I uh, I've deleted things. You know, it happens. But but anyways, it's uh, it's Saratoga week. Yeah, man, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Oddly enough, it's also Colonial Downs week. Eww. So yeah, when... unfortunately, it wasn't today. No, tomorrow would have been Wednesday. Would have been perfect today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just ease right into the Saratoga weekend. Because I heard it's going to be raining. So would have been nice to get a couple of dry races in before the weekend. Yeah, and the rain has definitely shown up here. So that's it, all week, but it poured know. yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, it Oh, you were you part of that flash flood, whatever thing that was going on up in New York? I was part of something. Yeah, I saw it on the on the news. Uh, it was on the the regular news here. It wasn't like CNN or Fox News or anything like that. It was it was regular. Um, the local news was covering flash flood events in New York. Yeah, by um, south of here, down by West Point. They got 10 inches in like an hour. Yeah, that's wild. That doesn't even happen here. <laughs> that doesn't even happen here. That's a summer's worth of rain. Not a, not an hour's worth. Yeah, that's a lot. But um, I can tell you this. If, if we're lucky enough to stay on the grass on, on Thursday and Friday... Mm. It will not be dusty. No, it's not going to be. Uh, no. 
Gulfstream esque. No, there will not be uh or fairgrounds esque. <laughs> how could they I, I don't understand how, how that happened where fairgrounds turf ended up being worse than Gulfstream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't have that on the old uh, did not prediction calendar, but with with all the uh with the rain, I mean it we should have a lush course to start the, the season. That's cool. I'm down for that. But uh, I don't know exactly when the season because I don't know. I mean, it's a long ways to go. Yeah, usually, you know, those kind of things that I've I've noticed over the last like I don't know, two or three years, is that it really doesn't get completely accurate till about three days prior. Yeah. So whatever it's saying for Thursday, I would go with whatever tomorrow's forecast says. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. But it always changes. I mean, I guess the weather's a lot different here than it is up there because they'll predict like thunderstorms and then all of a sudden there's no thunderstorms <laughs> and we get nothing. Right. Uh, there's four races on Thursday that look like they'll be really negatively affected by the turf or by being off the turf. Uh, I mean, the last race is New York Reds. Made State Bread Maiden. Uh, and a lot of them have dirt form. So um, it's not as bad as a, a normal turf race. But, you know, there's... There, there are quite a few that, that are mainly turf forces, but um, there's quite a few AEs, so at least that field should kind of hold together. But a couple of the other ones, they don't look that good. One thing I like about Saratoga specifically are those maiden races in the last race of the day. Yeah, always big fields. Big fields, usually very evenly matched, a lot of chaos, always yeah. a price, and, and that kind of boosts you know, those late exotics. You know, those late multis, like uh, the pick four, pick five. You get a non-favorite in that race. It, you know, usually boosts it up if, if it's been chalky. And if not, it just continues the greatness that is called chaos. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty, a pretty uh, how should I say this? There doesn't look to be a strong favorite in that race on the turf or off the turf. So Yeah, there usually isn't in those kind of races. You know, people kind of hang out and wait to unveil some of their maidens up there, and especially the state-bred ones. Um, but it's usually a, a, usually good events that, that uh, promote long shots. That's what I like. Yes, sir. Or, or non-favorites, I should say, non-favorite horses. The uh, the the Skylerville, the opening day feature, got a field of eleven. Yeah, that's pretty nice. And it's not a really strong race, to be honest with you. There's not a lot of uh, really highly touted big blowout maiden winners. Um, you know, coming into this race, there's a couple from Parks, uh, for Butch Reed. Got a filly by uh, Maximus Mischief, who, who won easy her debut at Parks, but I don't think that that was much of a race. And 
Um, she draws the rail. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough spot for two-year-old Phillies start number two in an 11-horse field. Um, she's going to have to be hustled away from there. Um, Grand Motion trains a horse, and you don't usually think of Grand Motion with early season two-year-olds, but this was a, a filly that was a, a, a really a, a cheap um, purchase. She was bought nine grand last year in January. <laughs> nine thousand. Short year, nine thousand bucks. Uh, and then one first time out in in early May at Indiana Grand and uh, or whatever. It <laughs> made like 50000 <laughs> Hoosier. Philadelphia. Or not Philadelphia. What's that called? I call it track. Oh, uh, Horseshoe. Horseshoe, Indianapolis. Horseshoe. Horseshoe, Indianapolis. Um, Union Suit, who came back uh, off that win out in uh, the cornfields to run second in, in uh, the Astoria uh, to Closing Act, who's also in the race, with a Texas bred. Those Texas bred by Munnings. Uh, it's trained by Steve Asmussen. I, I saw some crazy stuff. Asmussen's got like 14 two-year-old wins already this year. Damn. That's <laughs> nuts. Uh, Wayne Lucas shows up with a horse who broke his maiden, or her maiden, excuse me, uh, like two weeks ago. Uh, June 23rd, Saratoga Secret, an Arrogate Phillies, who was purchased here last year for 200000 Uh My friend said, <laughs> he says, yeah, I saw Lucas uh, after this Philly one. I saw Lucas one with a two-year-old. You know, she'll be in the Schuylerville, and he was 100% right about that. <laughs> yeah, I probably could have saw that coming a mile away. You want you want to take you want to take shots with these Lucas horses now. You don't want to wait till October because generally the uh, the time to strike is now. I mean, she's actually maybe a decent play in here because the favorite is probably going to be Wine on Tap, which is yeah, Pletcher. Of, uh, Todd Pletcher horse who broke her maiden. Um, you know, at a pretty good race at. at Belmont at the time came back okay and again it was a five horse field she drew the outside it kind of went fast early and you know she she did everything right I I don't really have any knocks against her other than she's probably going to be over bet uh Pletcher has won this race six times Lucas has won the race six times so whoever between the two, if one of those two win, will become the all-time leading trainer in the Schuylerville. Not that that really does anything to you. It might get like a free scoop at Stewart's for that. But other than that, uh, <clears throat> just to say they did it. Um, Butch Reed has another horse in the race, Kiss for Luck, who is a homebred by Accelerate uh, for Swilcan Stable, who he's had a bunch of winners. As a matter of fact, I think that she's a half to... Uh, Vequist, the horse he, he had great success with as a two-year-old a few years back, but she won a dreadfully slow race. Um, she got buried at the windows. Paco was over at Parks that day, and the the time for the race was just like super slow. They went, I went a half and forty-eight and two, <laughs> five and a half and and or excuse me, four and a half and, and fifty-four and four which is uh, pokey, to say the least. She broke a little bit slow that day, too. 
Um, so uh, I, I would be wary of, of her. She got a 36 buyer. Um, Dancing Diana for James Lawrence, who for some reason hates me. Um, broke his maiden, or broke her maiden, a Boltioro Philly. Boltioro's had a really good record with first time starters. Um, most of the damn side is of, of the pedigree is turf. Again, it, it broke her, it broke her maiden, uh, in the mid Atlantic race at Delaware by seven. I just don't know what was in the race. I mean, they went 50, she went 59 and two, which means the rest of her field didn't crack a minute for five A's. And Delaware hasn't been super fast this year, but that's still not very good. Um, Ken Sweezy's got one, and, and I think there's an interesting horse on the bottom. And a horse named Sugar Treat, who's never even run on the dirt. She's one for one. She won. Uh, she broke her maiden at Gulfstream on the, the tapioca. Uh, but she kind of had a tough trip that day and was very professional in getting the job done. She is actually the first winner for her sire Enticed, who stands at Darley for, I believe, 5,000. Um, but she draws outside. She gets Pratt. And, I mean, it's possible that, that some of these other ones mix it up early. And, and I mean, this, is, this race is six furlongs. So everyone's stretching out, too. Um, and she, was, she was a horse that kind of looked a little bit interesting in here. But... Um, but it's 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 a it's an odd race. Though. It really is. Uh, I mean, even the Asmussen horse isn't a typical Asmussen horse in a two-year-old stake at Saratoga. Usually, those horses had big blowout wins at Churchill, uh, and this filly who did win at Churchill, but you know her last race was at, was at Belmont, um, and that's you know it's Texas bred. So, and Rudy's got one in there, uh, an upstart filly who, again, broke her maiden at Belmont in a in a short field. And, and I do recall that race, and, and it was not a very strong race for a Belmont maiden special weight. It was, um, it was, it was a very very soft race. The time came back super slow, and it's. Uh, I mean, I, I can say this: everybody's eligible to improve. <laughs> But it's it's a good race, and you know there's eleven, which is something that uh, we don't see that much in stake races on the dirt. So, uh, and, and it's possible that I mean that race is going to be on a on an off track too, which you know, to use your term, throws a little more chaos in there. Oh, and Gary Contessa's got a first time starter, which I have no idea what he's thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least on paper, you know, wine on tap is going to take a lot of money. In the Skylerville, man, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she might be four to five. Probably less than that. But, but, you know, the first horse you mentioned really piques my interest, even though the rail. <clears throat> Is not the uh, the best place to be, you know. It's it's really barring getting out of the gate and not kind of hooking up with uh, the Grand Motion horse. 
who seems to be a lot slower, at least on paper. Yeah, I think. Uh, I but think... this pace has has potential to heat really fast, to be really, really fast. I would expect uh, Luis Saez and Saratoga Secret to be on the lead. Well, yeah, that's that's usually the plan when you get uh, when you ride Saez, and then you gotta you gotta think Butch Reed's other horse though is gonna want to force the issue. I, I don't know if she's any good though. She's so slow. Yeah, but even even if she's slow, even if she's trying, you know, slow is slow. I mean, she she went forty eight and two to the half, going four furlongs. <laughs> I mean, that track was slow, right? Track was slow that day. Um, you know, any kind of token pressure on the on the front runners here is going to go a long way, but. You know, as we've seen in the past with races like this, for whatever reason, they want to do something they, they haven't done yet. <laughs> well, most of them haven't done a whole lot of anything. That's what I mean. They just go. They just run. I mean, so if, you, uh, if you can see of... that, then, you know, it, it's going to be tough to beat the Pletcher horse. The, the two horses coming out of this story are the only ones with more than a single race. Mm-hmm. And and we have no idea what Becky's Joker is bringing to the table. I mean, she does have a bullet work uh, over over the course, thirty four and four, a really quick work. <laughs> so, I'm I'm expecting her to to show speed. Well, to probably show speed. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 a interesting. Tough like you said, why not tap is going to be a big favorite, but I mean, might be able to figure out. Yeah, you could get that against beat. her for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially in a, a two-year-old race. Come on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, we get to see some two-turn races on the dirt, which is not something that we see that often in New York. Are they doing that one-mile thing again? Yeah, they uh, are. As a matter of fact, the stake on Friday is... Uh, is that a mile? It's a mile, and it's an early race because it's a small field. Uh, that's the... The Wilton, which is a new stake, last year was the first year they ran it. And I think they had like seven or eight, nine in the race last year. But this year, they only have five. Um, there's some pretty good horses, though. I mean, there's some good fillies in there. Uh, Chad Brown's got two. A seed who comes out of the acorn, where she got crunched by Pretty Mischievous. Um, and Randomized, who also comes out of the acorn, who, uh, who also got crunched that day. They both drew in, in Wilton and post uh, four and five. Mm-hmm. Sacred wish for George Weaver, who was a private purchase after she broke her maiden at Oaklawn, and she shipped to Gulfstream for the Oaks and finished second. Uh, wheeled her back in the Black Eyed Susan, and she did no running at yeah. all. She got to, straight up dud. Yeah, <laughs> she got she got in a lot of trouble. Uh, and she came back in, in an allowance race in the mud at Belmont the other day uh, and, and made a big move like she was going to win and did not. Um, and did not. But that was against older horses. This is back against three, three-year-olds. Uh, John Ortiz ships a horse in from, from Kentucky who just had a, a pretty sharp win going uh, six furlongs. This is a mile. 
she's a McLean's music that's never gone further than six and a half. And the day she did go six and a half, she raced against uh, Bahava, who who ran really well the other day, but uh-huh. uh, but she just got used up in the pace. Uh, she does look like she's going to be on the lead in this race. There, there's really not any other speed in there that that's got you know her early foot. So she's going to be on the lead. She got Louis Saez. So Louis Saez in, in the lead is is a big advantage. Um, Jose Jimenez has one horse. Is has got the post uh, post number one. A justified filly who's looks like she just isn't good enough against these these other horses, but. Uh, it's it's sort of an interesting race, and, you know. With if if unsung melody gets to the lead and opens up two or three lengths down the backside, and, that might be game over. Yeah, could be, and and uh, it'd be interesting to see how the race gets bet as well. Um, you know, you got the two brown horses, uh, and both have, you know they have decent form, but not great form. You know, they're both coming off of of a of a race that just wasn't very good. Yeah. Bad races. <laughs> the so acorn. It's, Both acorn. Yeah. It, it's, it'll be, a, a, you know, that race might be on the mud, might be in the mud too. So it's supposed to get rain Friday. So again, that's another X factor that, um, that probably won't hurt, uh, um, unsung melody, but you know, uh, unsung melody got beat in the mud earlier this year, but that was by punch bowl. Hmm. So, and she finished a couple lengths clear of Sacred Wish in that same race. So, and Punchbowl would be a one to nine favorite. I was going to say two to five. Yeah. So, um, the Friday card, if it comes off the turf, will be a little more gruesome, I believe. Yeah, because that that five throwing race, the the fifth. We'll probably get ugly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that comes off the turf. The return to Saratoga of Battle of Normandy. Nah. That race might be not so pretty. Um, the ninth. Yeah. Another five furlong on the turf. Stake, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing that they're going to try to keep that race on the turf, but I mean, it's you know, opening week and. Right, you don't want to. I don't know how many of them Phillies will stay in if if it comes off the turf. I mean, maybe three or four. Yeah, I think the timing, like like you hinted to, is 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 key because why why would you run? You know, you could run back. It's the first day or second second day. You could definitely find another spot, most likely. Well, in that race, Albatroni's horse John Service or uh, Tom Morley, who took took over for John Service uh, United. Unified Alliance. Um, Brittany Russell's got a main track only. I mean, those horses, the, the, those are three that'll run. Uh, Phil Bowers horse broker maiden and an off the turf race last time. I'm, I'm sure that he'll probably stay in. But those are really the only four that, that you, could, <laughs> you could say. That's, uh, yeah, those are probably I'm the pretty, ones if it washes off. That's right. I'm, I'm pretty sure if a couple else they're going to run. But that, that that's pretty much it. I mean, the other ones, it's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty questionable whether whether they're going to stay in or not. So, so hopefully that race stays. And and of course, the last race is a uh, uh, thirty five never went three, which on, on the turf going a mile and a sixteenth, and 
uh, that won't be a that won't be a picturesque group if it comes <laughs> off the turf. Yeah. Linda Rice will be one to three million to Magnolia Midnight main track only claimed at Keeneland minus seven thousand, which which makes everyone in Kentucky absolutely nuts to see this. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I don't understand why they're so stubborn in Kentucky and they don't just put a rule in the easiest thing in the world to do to keep people from raiding your, your, um, your claiming horses is force them to participate by saying that, uh, until you have a start at the meet, you don't have claiming privileges. <clears throat> that's not a, a novel concept either. That's something that's been an effect in, in a lot of tracks forever. I was going to say, I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that, that doesn't that always happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to just allow someone to take a license out and then come and, and claim five, six, seven, ten horses and take them out of, you know, out of the state. It just is to me. It's that's messed up, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, the racing's got a lot more other big issues to worry about than that. But um, I mean, that's that's something that that's kind of like a thorn in everyone's side, and and it, it's an easy fix. So, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We have. Um, we have some action at Colonial. I guess they have a, a an alter. I've not seen the overnight yet, but I saw it was announced that they have an all turf card. Most of their cards are typically, right? Let me get a dirt race or two. Yeah, the Colonial Dirt is usually like, super fast. What I miss is Colonial Harness. That's what I want them to bring back. Yeah, you never know. Churchill. <laughs> With Churchill, you better watch out. There'll be Colonial Harness. It'll be Ray Catolo on the mic, and they'll say, oh, yeah, we're not going to bother with that the thoroughbred meat anymore. I'm okay with that. Shout out to Beamy, though. Beamy is... Under- yeah, he's uh, under the weather. Under the so, weather, won't be won't be making it up for the first uh, few days, but but uh, hopefully he's uh, Caitlin Free holding it down. Yeah, uh, I'll to my guy that's asked me whether if I could had to pick one a Kentucky Derby winner or Dua Lipa. Come on, man. Man, listen, why would you? Yeah. I know who asked you that, and that they already should have known. Like that's it's common knowledge. Come on, man. Two is one to nine in that spot. If there could be anything less than one to nine, I'm one to a, one to a hundred. One to ten, right? <laughs> one to twenty. Oh man. I think I think um, you know you look through that old book uh, with the champions. I think Doctor Fager was five cents on the dollar once. Really? Yeah. I gotta, one, look, that. I gotta look that up. One one to twenty. 
I'm taking my time with that book. Well, if you start at the beginning. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's hard to really appreciate some of the stuff that happened because racing was so bizarrely different back then. And we're just not very familiar with the horses' names. I mean, a couple of them are, but I mean. Right, not the also-rans, you know. Yeah, and, and it was <laughs> the the trainers and the jockeys are just so far back. It's it's like looking at the eighteen nineties in baseball. You look at the guys and you're like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> but um, yeah, when you start looking at some of the the horses, you know, the famous horses, and you know, checking out their their resumes, man, it's sick, man. Some of them like like Holy Bull. And the bid, the bids, the bids, past performances are ridiculous. I did an article about him. I know two years ago about his about his four year old season. It's unbelievable. It's unmatched. Nobody's ever how, anything close to that. How 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 people were just um, just blown away by. I mean, you know, he started out in the West Coast. At seven eighths, <laughs> he set the track record, and the two weeks later, he set another track record, and he just destroyed everyone. Yeah, he was an, an, just a beast. Carried 132 pounds, came east, stopped off at Arlington, <laughs> dusted everybody off. <laughs> it's just so way. absurd to talk about. Just thinking about, you know how his uh how he was campaigned and now the best horses are campaigned now like in 2023 it's like it's it's like a world apart you know the aggravating thing about it and i mean this is not a a new topic either it's something that we've talked about a lot but it's just aggravating that the the i don't think there's any more aggravating words to racing people than they got their grade one. Oh. It yeah. just makes me want to just like puke, man. It, it just is like, oh. yeah, I'm with you. It just doesn't. Your horse is not going to be a good stallion. I can tell you that 95% of the time it's going to be a bad stallion because 95% of them turn out to be bad stallions. <laughs> it's a pretty solid number too. <laughs> Run your horses, man. Like, that that shouldn't be a credential. Oh, they won a grade one race. Lots of terrible horses win grade one races. Sorry, Sid, but Wes Willpower is a grade one winner. <sighs> Come on, man. I mean, we can't compare horses to Spectacular Bid or Holy Bull, but, but still, come on. I mean, like, this whole year is... Who was the horse of, of Romans that? Oh, Giant Game, the one giant that game the prairie that, that we couldn't find last year after what his maiden win. Yeah. <laughs> and he was dancing. I have to give him credit. He was running, but he just wasn't running fast. And then all of a sudden, he gets loose on the lead in Iowa. And I mean, look at the Suburban. Oh, uh, that's man. a race. That's a historic race with a, with a lot of. Amazing, great renewals. It was Charge It, who's, you know, 
every once in a while he runs a big race <laughs> against uh, 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 tomato cans. Against yeah, Eric <laughs> Eric Clapton. Clapton actually ran good. He he didn't run bad. No, but I mean, he was up against it once the 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 pace developed and and it was or didn't charge it. Yeah, that nobody wanted to 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 run with charge it. Listen, when you Fate start, was kind of sealed, you know. When, when you have a grade two race, and, and, and <clears> that's <throat> the five you get. You know how they downgrade the races that come off the turf. And run <laughs> they, they should do that too now with with horse races. They're just brutally brutal. And Charger did run fast, but he ran fast under ideal conditions, which as is- as he did before in the Dwyer yes, at Belmont. Yep. So ran, that's the you know. Kind of one turn, the the mile and a half is sort of one turn, but yeah, the older horses stink, and and I guess Bill Mott has said that he's ninety nine percent sure Cody's wish is going to run into Whitney, which is good because that'll perfect make the Whitney not a joke. Because had he not run into Whitney, would have been a joke, and we would have pretended it wasn't, and everybody would have dressed it up. But Cody's wish makes the race legit, well, legit race. I'm I'm assuming that the charge it shows up there. That'll be good too. Hoping, hoping it doesn't become a duck fest, and he he waits for the the jockey club gold cup work whenever and wherever that's going to be. Happening. I was going to say, where is it? Is it is it at Belmont? Is it at Saratoga? Where is it this year? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If you would think. 10 years ago, if I'd have told you that the Jockey Club Gold Cup, we don't even know where it's run anymore. We have no idea what distance it's run at. Jimmy Jerkins is in Saudi Arabia. George Navarro is in jail. Jason Service is working as a security guard at Saratoga Harness. I don't know if you saw, but the guard at Saratoga Harness looks like Jason Service. And like Absolutely the- does. Um, nice photo bomb, by the way. I have a I'm oh, did you find it? Nice photo bomb. The, the most compelling standard race of the year last year would be Gabe Pruitt and and uh, Pete Aiello. That might have been like a compelling, but Bulldog Handover was the shizzle. Yeah, but he just dominated, beat everybody. Yeah. Though Pete Aiello would say that him beating up Gabe Pruitt was was similar to Bulldog Hanover. Well, from little birdie told me that was a setup, <clears throat> aka Gabe let him win. Oh, I don't know about the. Hey, that, that's what that's what the birdies tell me through the grapevine. Yeah, the birdies are wrong about that. I don't know, man. I was I was there. I was there for the aftermath at one o'clock in the morning. Pete ordered a hot dog <laughs> at the port at the little bar across the uh, ninety five. It probably lost ninety percent of its business when pumping. When up. the pump ended, yeah, it's like oh. that place at Hialeah from uh, from Let It Ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they used to go across the street every after between every races, yeah. <laughs> just go across the street. I guess I guess that's how it is at uh, Indiana. Really? 
No wonder I haven't been there. <laughs> Didn't they do that the other day? They weren't they running races like every every hour? Oh man! Oh, dude. Yes. I was like, what? Why? I don't. And I also was told that it was like two hundred bucks for a seat. Yeah. What? What's wasn't, up with that? Wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. No palm trees in Indiana. Corn. They got corn. <laughs> I was the corn. I saw a track with, with looked like a cornfield. I I want to say it was uh, Ellis. Yeah. Is that a cornfield out there? I don't know. I've been to Ellis in a long time. Oh. When I was there, it was so hot. I was delirious. It looked like a cornfield out. Out back uh, there, there right. ain't much around whatever they call that track in Indiana anymore. There ain't much around that other than cornfields either. Really? Yeah. I remember they used to run harness. Carlo, there. Carlo Vecareza, Nick, they were there. And, um, oh yeah, Friday night. Girl. I, they, were, I, they were like, "Where's the place to go eat around here?" It's like Indianapolis. Right. You had to go in the city or go back to St. Louisville. Elmo's, man. Go to St. Elmo's or go to Louisville. No, Louisville's too far away. But uh, I don't know. The, 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 I don't know what the logic is for dragging out as much as they do. I could see if they wanted to drag it five, six minutes extra because it's their big race, and they even, even ten but, minutes, I, I could but, see. Like when you, you know how they they it. sneak it in there, like they sneak the drag yeah, in there yeah. while it's already zero minutes. Right. I would rather them do that. No, it's 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 when they have the races before the big races. And they're going 52 minutes. Like, what is the point of that? I don't know. I don't. And it wasn't like, you know, sometimes I know tracks like to do like entertainment or whatever. They have like, you know, and they have Clydesdales there, stuff like that. Sometimes between races and they'll attack on some more minutes. But I didn't see anything like that. At least not on the feed, but. But yeah, an hour between races—that's that's absurd, man. We don't need that. No. No, the Indiana Derby was. Uh, it's okay. Verifying one, but. Well, verifying. I, I I like to think that anytime verifying wins, it's by accident. Something happens. He probably prevents somebody else from winning that allows verifying to win. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh Kyostro. Yeah, what what's the jockey's name in Kyostro? Um Morales. Yeah, Edgar. Ed, Edgar did a lot of zigzagging. Man. Edgar, Edgar could not figure out which path he wanted to take, so he took four different ones at the same time. Yeah. And still finished third. <laughs> I don't know what the numbers came out of that race were, but I'm going to guess that that race is not going to be no, because Ray's Kane is not. No, Ray's Kane looked like good horse. He but... loomed, man. Loomed, but I don't know where that race came from because he—he's <laughs> just awful. Up until that race from what was it, the Gotham? That was that weird race. The Gotham where... yeah, they went ridiculously fast to the half, and then they curled home, and it was in the. It was weird. Pop, and the horse got loose, and. Yeah, it was it was a, a all around strange race. Race Kane did run okay. I mean, 
Just, Better than horses, he had been. Those I, horses I, are all just okay. They're just okay. Like the Iowa race was kind of more the same. Uh, though I'm not sure why. They got the DQ right in Iowa. I just didn't know why it took so long to oh, in the Oaks? make that call. No, in the, was the Oaks? Derby. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, when the one came out. Yeah, when they dead heated. I mean, they dead yeah. heated. Meaning that if you cost the horse one inch... Then you, you know, right? You 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 tied. So if you interfered with the horse that you tied with, then you lose. They looked at that a long time. They looked at that a long time, longer than they should have. Way long. <laughs> and they both came out and kind of bumped the three, but like two feet from the wire. So, I, I mean, like I said, they got the call right. I'm not complaining about it. It just took an exorbitant amount of time to make that call longer than we thought yeah yeah what are they watching here what are they looking at <laughs> this should have been over with yeah the iowa oaks Oof. <laughs> that was not a strong group though cindy Knoll or cindy murphy or whatever no. oh cindy murphy won a race yeah, got. I think it was a two thousandth win. Yeah, she was hurt last year, right? Or she got a real bad accident. I gotta admit that I don't keep tabs on her. Her. her uh, I think she got into her. her uh, I wasn't uh, even. I didn't even know who she was when he said, when Bobby Newman said her two thousandth win. I was like, I never even heard of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she got and, hurt. And I, I texted him, and and I was like, who is this person? <laughs> And he goes, she used to be Cindy Knoll. And he goes, I think she had a name before that, too. I was like, oh, okay. I know Cindy Knoll. Cindy Knoll's been around for a while. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think was... I have her jockey card. Do you? I think so. She's got to send it out to, to Iowa and get it autographed. Right? Get it signed. But what will she sign it? Will she sign it the, the old name or the new name? Oh. She did a good thing. I think it's no, it, it's no on the on the card. So yeah. Well, she she rode a good race. I mean, she put him to sleep on the lead. You know, it's it's uh, it's funny. We talked about all the races. We didn't even talk about any of the Belmont races. <laughs> Sorry, we don't need to talk about those. But yeah, we did. We talked about Charge It. Well, we did. We talked about the, the one race that was. The worst of the three. That was the grass races. And uh, O'Sheen Murphy. Buckets. Yeah, the uh, the Philly race. The Phillies aren't that great. Nah. You know, the, the, the American boys are pretty good. On the turf, three-year-olds on the turf. It's a, it's a yeah, good. that's a good group, yes. With uh, Major Dude and those that yeah, it's it's company. I mean, there's no one that's really web slinger. No, no one's really taken control of the division. Web slinger. I have no idea. I I didn't bet the race. Good and, thing you didn't. <laughs> I, I I mean, I liked web slinger at that price, but then I was like, there's just it's 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 too high. Like I I don't know. I just talked myself out of it, and I, I was happy I did because because Castellano got completely lost. 
and why he was he just let her he let him drop back. I mean, going down the backside, they were going slow because you know it's an Ira turf race, so it's like right, that's automatic contractual obligation not to have any quick pace. pace. So, but then even as he was with the back couple, he dropped back a couple farther behind them. Yeah, and I was like, man, there must be something wrong with us. Maybe the saddle slipped or something. And he made a nice run down the stretch, but he just gave up so much ground. Yeah, yeah, and I saw was... people getting after Murphy, but Murphy didn't do anything wrong in the, in, the, in that race. The, no. My derby, the, his horse come out of the gate slow, but that horse has done that quite a quite Pretty often. much every time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Your horse breaks slow, and those European horses, a lot of times, they come over and they break slow. But, um... But my my the my score of the of the weekend was was Maple Leaf Mel, who I couldn't believe was sitting up there at five to two. Yeah, that is amazing. And I I did something I rarely do. I bet it all. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything I could get. And and then I I swear I'm watching the you know- race and I'm so conditioned to it uh, as as. You know they go into the turn and and she's basically dominating the race. I mean, um, you could see that Rusty Arnold's filly was was had chased and she full had drive, run. yeah, at the top. No, of the no, no one else really was involved. And then the Brad Cox filly, the undefeated filly, kind of made a little bit of a run, but nothing ever threatened her. And I'm sitting there thinking, all right, when's she going to click down? When's she going to click down? <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm fully expecting her to cross the wire at like four to five, but it didn't happen. She, she crossed the wire at five to two. Yeah, those those situations are rare these days, especially with with the shorter price horses. Usually, they tick down. You know, the CAW teams are on it. I don't know why they weren't on that one of all the horses not to be on, but I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the trainer. <clears throat> it has to. I mean, that's she's only... only won two races before that life ever. You don't see rookie trainers get horses like that. Um, I mean, basically, that's the division leader. And I know that she'd worked for Jeremiah and, and all that, and she's familiar with the horse. But it just is something that, that you just don't see very often. And uh, she's just too fast. I mean, she breaks sharp, and then her first 50 yards. Quick, man. Yeah, they, she just opens up. I mean, she did that in um, against Key Life, the other Brad Cox three-year-old Philly sprinter, and Key Life just chase, 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 and then that just had enough. And the lady <laughs> spit it out, bro. Yeah, she we're done. <laughs> yeah, she she crushed her, but I thought that was a huge price on her, man. Five. To it two. was that, that was definitely to me seemed like a little bit of an overlay. You know, you look at because all the geniuses tell me that I'm supposed to look at the double prices and the pick three prices to see what the horse's odds are. Well, she was a slight second choice to uh, Red Carpet Ready, a slight second choice. Um, and Red Carpet Ready seemed to get all the money in the wind pool. So, so not yeah, who, who we probably, I mean, I think we talked about it that we were kind of against Red Carpet Ready. 
I, I was kind of like anyway. I mean, I thought it was going to be a great race. It really did because you had, um, un, you know, a couple undefeated horses. Red Carpet Ready shown to be, you know, super a super sprinter. Uh, they tried to stretch out to a mile and just doesn't look like it's going to happen. But, um, I mean, it was a solid race. Even some of the other horses all had good records. And uh, Maple, uh, Maple Leaf Mel made them. You know, made him look pretty ordinary. So, I mean, she'll be the favorite going into the test. I'm not getting five to two again, that's for sure. But, um, but that was that was pretty cool, man. I also saw a little bit of Mel slander, which was weird. What didn't they like about that? Uh, I don't know. They just was like, I need the opportunity to bet against Maple Leaf Mel again, and I was like, what? Oh, that might be the wrong direction to go with that one. Well, I saw some some whining that um, the blue horse didn't go after her, but I think they learned their lesson with Key of Life and and the delay. Right. You know, we get Freakness. fizzle out, man. Just pop and stop because Maple Leaf Mills is going. Yeah, I mean, she you, don't you ran, stop. She ran second, so. And she just didn't look like she was fast enough to keep up with her. To me, I don't think she was. I'm with you on that one. I, I don't think she was fast enough. And, and I mean, they reserved and they, you know, made the best of it. But you could say that they rode for second, but but um, they kind of were because <laughs> yeah, they knew yeah, right, right. So I'm expecting the first two at least will be back for the test. I don't know what happened with. Um, red carpet ready because you know nobody asks questions but uh, I mean she never doesn't fire so that was it was kind of unusual for her not to fire I think uh, Sharice horse Vaha she ran pretty good through bronze hey, yeah. third I, I'd expect her to take a shot with her in the, in the test too I mean the test is a grade one it's just they don't have grade one fillies sprinting races there's two of them the test and uh the Breeders' Cup. No, no, but that's not for three year olds. That's for three and up. Uh, that race in California at the end of the year, which oh, shouldn't, yeah. be, shouldn't be a great one. I know what you're talking about. Uh, the, the girls' the uh, race that matches up with the Malibu. The Malibu certainly shouldn't be a great one because it usually gets a grade one field. The La Brea rarely gets a grade one field, if ever. But I shouldn't say if ever. I mean, there's been some good races, but not that many. But it's just odd that um, three-year-old fillies just don't get many chances to run in grade one races. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's strange. Yeah, I'm not saying that they should have one every week, but having one in August and one in December just seems a little too weird. far, yeah. Yeah, honestly, in December, why are we having straight three-year-old races anyways? <laughs> True. I get the Malibu because the Malibu, which I, actually the Malibu used to be a four-year-old race. Uh, when Spectacular Bid won the Malibu and set the track record, it was in January. It, it was a straight four-year-old race. The whole Stroobe series was a straight four-year-olds. Not four and up, but yeah, it's it's tough for me to accept that Philly sprint three year old Philly sprinters 
have to wait till December 1st or December 26th um, to get a shot. Yeah, that stinks. Outside of the test. So, that's weird. But these Phillies are pretty good, man. The, the, The sprinting Phillies are pretty good, and they really aren't that far behind the older Phillies. I think that if all stays according to plan and everybody stays healthy, that there's going to be two or three of these um, three-year-old fillies in the Breeders' Cup sprint with a, you know, with a realistic chance. Yeah. I'm down with that. What about uh, reincarnate? Uh, He ran good. I mean, back to back. We kind of thought he was going to run. He had a good race in him. That's how he wants to run. Yeah. You just got to get out and wing it. Yeah. I I mean, I saw that they were kicking around, maybe trying the Travers next time. Um, I mean, stranger things have happened if, if you get in a race over here and there's no speed. Right. It happens all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how he won... Pegasus with a horse that nobody will ever remember. Mucho gusto. Yeah, right. He shipped him over. No speed in the race. and It's crazy that Irad won that on the lead, too, because he's not good at that. I pointed that out the other day. Did you? Barry Spears hates Irad on the lead. He fumbled the bag, too. I forget what day it was. I want to say it was Friday. Badly on a on a speed horse. It's almost like his, his the clock he has in his head just doesn't do it on the lead. But off the pace, he's money. He times you know, it right every time. Uh, we got a new track announcer this on Thursday at Saratoga. Forgot all about. Oh yeah, Frank. Frank Miramani makes his debut. His, uh, his not a Saratoga debut, but his full time. Right, it's full time. Saratoga debut. He did call races there last year, but uh, where hasn't he called races at? There's, there's, there's not many places he hasn't called. He's been around. Um, it'll be a little weird. It'll take a little use getting used to. I mean, that's not a voice that you associate with Saratoga. So, you know, I mean, he called it. Didn't he call it Hialeah? He called it Hialeah. Yeah. He's called all over the place. Atlantic City. AC, yep. Monmouth. Santa Anita. Uh, I think he called it Oakland one year. Hialeah. And and he's called using other people's voices. Yeah, I like when he does that. That's funny. He doesn't do it anymore. He's got to bring that back. He doesn't do it anymore. No more, unfortunately. I liked I liked when he he would uh, do the imitations. Speaking of that, where's Frank Caliendo, man? I don't know. I used to see him on TikTok and stuff. And now I don't see nothing. I haven't seen I haven't seen that guy at all. He was the best. He did. The yeah, great he, the Gruden. His Gruden is is impeccable. <laughs> It's unbelievable how good that is. It really is. 
I, I haven't seen anything from that guy. No, that's that's true. I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. He used to do the Madden too. Yeah, the Madden down. Yeah, and George Bush. <laughs> he did a good George Bush too. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we got the Diana this uh, Saturday, which um, yeah used to be a race that we all looked forward to, and now it's not. Well, specifically this year. Yeah, it was actually this race last year was in Italian's coming out party, really. Mm-hmm. That was uh, the race you really kind of said, hey, I'm not just uh, the rabbit for these other Euro imports. You're going to have to come and get me and deal with me on the lead. I don't think she's lost since. Well, she got beaten in the Breeders' Cup. She Breeders' Cup. Breeders yeah. Cup. Yeah. But, uh, but other than that, oh, we got the Kelso, which is actually... <laughs> so the Kelso originated as a turf race going a mile at Belmont. And then in the last few years, it morphed into a one mile dirt race um, <laughs> at Belmont. Uh, as a matter of fact, life is good won the Kelso in like a four horse field uh, as a three-year-old. Um, well, now the Kelso what was the Kelso has been renamed the 49er. So now the 49er is a one mile race at Belmont, even though the race won't be at Belmont, it'll be at Belmont at Aqueduct. <laughs> and they rerouted Kelso um, to the Forbidden Apple. The Forbidden Apple is now gone. It is now the, the new Kelso. So the new Kelso <laughs> is going to be on Saturday. It, it's oh. back to being a a, a turf race. <laughs> no, I thought I thought I thought the reasoning was they moved it and it's, because it's back, to it's, make it's room for the Pennine the Ridge. They had to make room for the Pennine Ridge. No, the freaking Pennine Ridge, man. <laughs> Everybody loves that state, especially the name. We got to change that. Got to get that change. It's got to change. We have to change. That's my right. I'd rather them name that the the Forbidden Apple. Do that. I'd rather have them name and it then the Rotten Apple. Off. Yeah. Or the, the stupid big apple that comes up when the Mets at a home run. Anything but the Pennine Ridge. The Mr. Mets. was the not Mr. Mets stakes. He wasn't good. And I don't want to hear. I'm sick of hearing, oh, his name that because so and so owned him. That guy died 10 years ago. Name it after him. The George Costanza invitation. Make it a, make it a, a memorial or something. Yeah. Enough. Enough. The Sanford, the uh, the two year old boys, is Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sunday's the Quick Call. Quick, quick call. call is a cool horse, man. Quick Call was a cool horse. Or Sydney Waters trained him. A bunch of guys trained him, but Sydney Waters had him when he was good. He was just a good horse. I think he went three times one year at Saratoga. That's when the meet was four weeks. Four weeks, yeah. <laughs> Started on August first. 
Yep, and he, he did most of his best running at, at, at Saratoga. He did win at Belmont. I think he he might even want to stake it. Like, well, I think it was Keystone or Parks back then. Not Parks. Keystone. Keystone or Philadelphia Park. It was Philadelphia Philly. Park. Yeah. But, um, yeah, three-year-olds on, uh, on the, the turf going five and a half. So I probably won't be betting the race, but it'll be interesting to watch. See, that's, that's where I thrive. So. It's, it's good, though. It's nice to get Saratoga back. Yeah. We need it. It's, you know, it was right on time. You know, the hiss of things getting ridiculous and. Yeah, Everybody, everybody's at on each other's throats on horse racing Twitter. So you know, usually when Saratoga gets here, it's it's timely. Yeah, the bridge pictures will be going up this week, and everybody will have to. Sarah put one up already. Yeah, it's weird how people complain about things. <laughs> like, who cares? Why do people complain about that? There's there's lots of shit to complain about. A lot of a lot of more important stuff than the bridge picture, <laughs> uh, or the Delmar versus Saratoga. Yeah, they're both great. We know this. Let's move. Let's move on. It's 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 such a strange argument. Yeah, I know why Tommy Masses likes Delmar because he the the guy hasn't worn pants and like. Right, he's on he's on the sniper plan, bro. Exactly. We don't we don't do pants, or collared shirts. I mean, he's come on, man. He wants to to roll around the beach and then go up to the race at Delmar. That, that's that's cool. Delmar's Delmar's fine. David Jerkins does a great job. Yeah, races are competitive. Get a lot of shippers. A lot of those the winning, not the winning you're in. That's a stupid plan. The uh, the shipping <laughs> in plan, which incentivizes people bringing horses out there, and they do. And the incentives are really good. So, yeah, Delmar's a. There's nothing wrong with Delmar at all. It's fine. Got Colonial coming up. Georgie, two years ago, um, that meat was better in yeah, Saratoga, which usually not. never happens. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's better. I don't think it's ever better. Too it many, was. Too it many, was that year. Too many cow breads. Too many Bafford. Still, two to it five. Was better. It was, it not was better. the fields were way bigger. This was, uh, I want to yeah. say, twenty nineteen. You were, you were, you were just winning at that place, and you were drunk with success. No. You were last year. I had a real lot of success there. But there's no better. They're just good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I guess it just comes down to preference. That, I mean, you know. every other meat in the in the in the country kind of pales to these two. At least any extended meat. Well, Colonial wants to broadcast their their opening day card. <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. <clears throat> Travis Stone will be on the mic. At Colonial, subbing for the ailing Beamy. Yeah. So we've heard Travis at Churchill. We've heard Travis at Ellis. Now we've Ellis. heard Travis at, uh, at Colonial. And at Aqueduct. He all was at Aqueduct. About, uh, six weeks. 
he's got to do the aqueduct for the year, and then he's he's done the circuit. It's very strange. Very odd. Uh, Mammoth will be have the Haskell next week. We'll talk about that. Uh, I'm not exactly sure who's going to who's going to run it. Though it appears, well, the Mage, Mandela right? horse, the Mage? Mandela horse is running in it. Go Rocket Ready, and Mage is uh, apparently running in it now too. So who else? I don't know. I'm I'm guessing that Mr. Baffert will have a horse in it. Probably one of the Arabians. I don't know if it'll be Lion or Knight, but Arabian Knight keeps keeps firing bullets. So probably that one. Probably him. Probably him. There's not much for three-year-olds out there now. So after the LaSalle um, Derby, there's really nothing for three-year-olds. So Philly, right? PA Derby? No, out in the West Coast. Oh, West Coast. Coast, There's all kinds of races. But, uh, I mean, the, the, the West Virginia race is still in August. Uh, the Haskell's coming up. The Jim Dandy's coming up. The Travers is coming up. So, I, I mean, Baffert has had wild success at Monmouth. They roll out the red carpet. And uh, I'm sure he'll have somebody in there. So One of those two. I, I haven't heard anything about what uh, National Treasure is doing. Um, not that he's really that. He's not even really that good. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It's It's... Arcane Imagine that role. it's it's wild. He he won the the, the Preakness basically with a C teamer. It was it was the C team Preakness. I'm assuming that Chad Brown's going to run um, the horse who was second in the Preakness, uh, Blazing Sevens in the Jim Dandy. Um, I don't know where Archangel is going to run, though he worked spectacularly. That, I thought day. he wasn't. I thought he was uh, he was training up to the Travers, right? Yeah, but it was training up to the Travers with a caveat. Oh, listen, if he's going to work three quarters and ten and change, or whatever, yeah, you gotta you gotta run him, get him out wait, there. You know, waiting seven more weeks might might be difficult, uh, especially with Mage kind of moving. And I don't know which Pletcher is going to run at the Haskell. Fort, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I just have a feeling that, that that horse is not going to go to New Jersey and run. You I wouldn't just, think, but I just feel that might like, end up being a softer spot. <laughs> I just feel like he's going to wind up in the Jim Dandy. I, I, I might be completely wrong. This is total guessing. I haven't. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything. I haven't, no idea. I've just total guess. But what about his other horses? Who? Uh, Touche. Tap it. Uh, tap it, Trice. Yeah, tap it. I, I got to be in a drive from start <laughs> or. Uh, King's King's stops <laughs> yeah. at the barns. <laughs> yeah. King's, King's stop at the barns. King's left the barn door open. 
I'm guessing maybe the Chad, uh, the Chad Brown. I'm, I'm getting Chad Brown and Brad Cox mixed up now. Um, the one that won uh, the the Pegasus, the the minor league Pegasus, not the big Pegasus. Um, wasn't that how Brad Cox horse just got up in the final jumps? I don't remember. Better than something or something. Um, Brad Cox has got like five hundred three good horses, man. <laughs> but they all they, they they win a race and then they go away. and then they go away like, for two months. Like where's instant coffee, bro? <laughs> At Walmart, apparently. It's the only place you can find instant coffee. Because <laughs> the horse is nowhere. Folgers. Where's Angel Empire? Where, where's all those horses? Where are they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where. Where do they go? I don't know where they are or what they're doing. Brad Cox is Thanos. I guess we'll see when they enter. Yeah. We're doing a spaces on Wednesday. We are. Yeah, at noon. Noon. Be there. Be square. It's Friday. Friday. <laughs> We're doing a spaces on Wednesday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wednesday. Wednesday at noon. That'll be our spaces for the spaces time for the Saratoga. Saratoga. We'll do a preview and a recap. All right. That's what's up. For everyone that's left on Twitter that hasn't gone to the other one. Treads. Treads. Treads, Treads. man. I, I haven't done the threads thing yet. I, I gotta do it. It's I just so far kind of underwhelming. That's what people have been saying. They they gotta work the bugs out. I mean, it's not really much different except you just a lot fewer people that you know. <laughs> you know, so, but no, I'm I'm on Threads as uh, whoever I am. <laughs> I don't even know my name. I don't even know how you look things up. I just get, you know, uh, what am notifications I? on on Instagram saying so going so has Threads. Like Steve yeah. Bick has Threads, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and when you click on it on the <laughs> on the Twitter, it doesn't. Put you onto the proper thing on threads. Yeah, because they're they're, and, they're, yeah, gonna, and, they're and, gonna fight can, too. So can they please stop like screwing with our Substack? Yeah, like why? Why do you gotta be a, like that, Elon? You got a bigger fight to worry about than little Substack. Right, you got trained to, to try to beat up Zuckerberg, who's yeah, Taekwondo trained. Stop, man. We are we are going in circles. Podcast at threads.net. So. I mean, I just wish it would stop. It's really annoying that that um, they they like they hide if you put a Substack link up. Yeah, they I mean, hide it's, the tweet. It's a, it's a it's a publishing app, man. Ain't nobody right. publishing on Twitter. Well, what's the matter with them people, man? What's the matter with them stupid billionaires? Right, get it together. I don't want thing. If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't 
do the crap that these guys do. Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff I wouldn't do. Like, <clears throat> go to the bottom of the ocean. Let's build a spaceship. Stuff like that. Let's build a spaceship. Yeah, nope. Uh, yeah, let's Nope. Not. I'm going to be firmly planted in my pool with my uh, personal chef coming in. Yeah, definitely not going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, no. The bottom of the ocean would be my pool. That would only be like seven feet deep max. <laughs> I think I'd be pretty good as a billionaire. What would you do? Nothing. No, the, that you couldn't do nothing. I would do nothing. You would not do nothing. That's impossible. And if you did nothing, you'd only do nothing for a like. A I would. I would probably spend a, a a large amount of my money trying to help people, and then a, a smaller amount I would be trying to like absolutely put the screws to some people I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's believable. I could, I, I definitely think that would happen. Trust me. If you're on the shit list and I somehow wind up with billions, you're still on the shit list. <laughs> believe me. It's not the list not going to be fun for you. No not when you have a billion dollars, man. You can do a lot of damage. Yes, you can. <laughs> I could start I could get I could get a militia together and try to take over Russia. Probably could. You know that guy looked like Mike Ehrmantraut. You know he didn't have no billion dollars. Hell no. Nah. I had a billion rubles, which is worth <laughs> 50, like 50 cents. Is it? I, I keep thinking that uh, we're going to see Dorchenko over there in a tank. I haven't seen nope. his name in the entries in quite a while. Gennady Dorchenko. Yeah, I remember. General. Used to put it down at Arlington. Yeah, ninety-eight to one. Yep, big long shots. <laughs> he had a farm, um, somewhere, and he used to make the guys. No, that was the other guy. <laughs> the guys drove the van from the farm. That was the the Venezuelan guy, who was always a hundred to one too. But he put these bizarre jockeys on and found out that the jockeys were driving the horses in the van from Ocala. <laughs> That's gangster. Yeah. I think Gulfstream's on like two days a week. Yes, I don't want to talk about it. It's bad news. And it bad, looks bad like it, they like, look like they're like crackheads down there because yeah. there's no turf and nothing's green it's all brown mud no exactly when it rains and it's like oh yeah, that doesn't Got a look dis- appealing a decidedly third world country look to it <laughs> like they moved to miami gardens yeah it's uh Beirut had a racetrack. That's what it would look like. <laughs> Highly looks better 
right now, grown in with grass. Man, Hialeah's. It's a shame. It really is a shame because it's such a nice track. Gorgeous. It wasn't easy to get to. It was a pain in the ass to get to. It is. But what a nice place. Once you're inside, it's like, and I know that a lot of the, needs a lot of renovations. It probably is full of asbestos. But still, it's a cool spot. If you ever get down to South Florida, I would check it out. There was some serious history at that place. Yeah, man. Oh, but think about it. It's a world we live in. There's no more Calder. Hialeah's a casino. Gulfstream runs year-round. Doesn't even have turf. <laughs> I mean, it's like bizarro land. People are choosing to stay at Ellis Park or Colonial instead of Saratoga. Arlington's uh, getting the wrecker ball. Tampa ends up being the best turf beat in the, in the land. So, there you go. It's all bizarre. It's like everything's upside down. The Meadowlands runs amateur races on Saturday nights. <laughs> oh, man. That was wild this weekend, man. Mike Gagliardi's rolling over in his grave. We gotta get Mariana back. She's gotta get back in the winter circle. Mariana quit driving. I know. You might have better on her last winter. I think I did. Trying to get Brian Beer to drive. Yeah, hell yeah. If, if you can't believe it, he, he's not gonna be here this weekend. He's, he's got prior commitments or something. He, he he picked a good weekend because if it he rains a good weekend, yes. He washes the out, then he's like, oh, cool. We're I'm, good. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm sure that, that he's going to bring that up. Though his full brother, actually both his full brothers will be there. Mike Beer and Scott Beer will be there. Mike. Brian will not be. But... Uh, but Saratoga's cool, man. It's it's always nice to go back and even when the day even when it's the cards aren't so great, even when it's hot, even when it rains, it's still Saratoga. And there's not much left in this business that you can say it still kinda feels like it, it used to. I mean, yeah, it's different, but it's still Saratoga. Mm. You can't go to Belmont and say that. You can't go to Aqueduct and say that. You can't go to Arlington Park and say that. You can't go to Gulfstream and say that. You can't go to Hollywood Park and say that. I mean, there's just not that many spots where it's the same as it was 20 or 30 years ago. It's totally different in most places, if they're even still open. And that's the thing with Saratoga and Del Mar's. They, they're still like they were. They're, are they exactly the same? No. Saratoga runs five days a week. No more Mondays. Turf sprinkle or super <gasps> trainers. Yeah, all that. But when you're there, it's still, mm. you know, it's still special. And, and people, and it's the people that make it that way too. And that there's so many, um, so many guys out there that, that 
plan their vacations around coming to Saratoga for a week or even a weekend or a couple days or come back a couple times. Uh, people that don't ordinarily go to the races go to the races. And, and that's just uh, something that we just don't get anywhere else. It's, it's just too bad, but, uh, you know. Yeah, it, like it, said, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, like you said, we got to, you know, make these make these times count because they're far they're they're getting spaced out farther and farther you know um it's just too bad hopefully somehow some way the ship kind of at least slightly turns itself around but it's got to make these count yeah yeah no doubt Won't get any handicapping contests. So. <laughs> Everybody get kicked out. <laughs> you need to throw everybody out. <sighs> you know, you know what the really the, the frustrating thing is, and I, I've heard the stories from you. Told me some of the stories that you've heard, and I've gotten some stories from from other people, and it just is. It's not even just a racing thing. It's just a societal thing that we just can't have nice things anymore <laughs> without really? somebody trying to to backdoor it and having these guys that are all colluding. And I mean, listen, they're not um, these aren't like federal crimes, though. So, you know, I guess it could could be considered that in some ways. And the, the amount of money you're talking about is is a huge amount, but um, I don't know that the the rules of this contest would equate to a law. Maybe they would, but no one's no, no one's has has proven that <laughs> um, yet. And I'm sure if it was true, then then one of the lawyers would have come up and said that. But uh, it, it's just too bad that. It has to be has to be basically ruined, and you know, it's a lot, I know it's a lot of money, but it still it doesn't make it. It's just uh, the whole thing is unseemly. They should just go to one one entry per person, and that's all. If then, if there's any collusion. You get two choices. They either throw you out for 10 years, because two years just isn't enough. Or they reenact the scene where they put the guy's head in the vice. Just smash his hand. <laughs> I'll volunteer to be the vice man. Really? Yeah. I'll vice them guys up. I'll. I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> You said that too easily. That's why I had to I had to make sure. Well, it just you just hate. It's like like what would be appealing to mainstream people about horse racing? <laughs> no, because everybody a, thinks a, everybody's a, cheating and a, a gambling contest, right? Where where if you have a good two days and you make a couple. And, and I'm not going to complain about the format or anything. It's not my place. I don't play in the tournaments, and you know. But 
you know, you have to have people that, that are basically not following the rules. And a lot of them, and I shouldn't say a lot of them, they all, they all know that they're skirting the rules. Mm-hmm. And some of them just aren't even that good at it. <laughs> but, you know, people will jump up and down and go crazy over a, uh, a drug positive for some medication that has no effect on anything at some minuscule level. And, oh, my God, this guy's cheating this. Nah, nah. And, and it's nothing of the, 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 the sort. It's all bullshit. Didn't do anything. Didn't have any effect on anything. Especially the ones when the guys get positive when they get beat by 27 lengths. <laughs> oh, yeah, really moved them up. <laughs> he, he got beat 30 lengths without it, you know. But this is a different story. This is this is more than one people. This is a group of people that are conspiracy are, are planning. All right, it's a conspiracy. They conspire, and that just to me is it just sucks. You know, like of all the things, just if you had any balls, you would just play straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like, I've heard all the nonsense about, well, the NHC and this and that, and they get this, and there's too many frees, and whatever. That's all minutia, and I'm not saying that any of it's not true. It's all probably true. But in the end, you have a huge pool of money, and a good weekend can net you a big piece of it. And that's something that that should be attractive that should make people want to play. And I'm not saying that the NTRA has done a great job over the life of the contest. They probably should have done things different in a lot of different ways, but at the very least now they are starting to take this seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another racing thing that, that, that happens a lot is that, um, people bitch that nothing ever gets done then something gets done and then they bitch it well they didn't do it right or they didn't do enough or they just you know it's it's always something else and uh, and it, and listen we're the first to jump on organizations when they make mistakes and when they screw up um but we also will acknowledge when they have reverse course or they've they've started to do it say all right you're 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 doing the right thing but you need to do it a little more but we're not going to criticize you for doing the right thing and 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 that's what you see happen in, in racing so much yes it's across the board tracks try something new and and everybody's like oh well uh, jesus shouldn't have done this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, like do you understand if they're not going to try new things if every time they do try new things even if they don't do it 100 percent properly or to everyone's liking, if everybody bitches about it, then never they're never they're never gonna try it. Yeah, I'm just particularly grouchy today about that. No, but it that's true, it does happen. And it's like, you know, well what what really would make you happy? Probably nothing. <laughs> Why don't you play in those tournaments? For this reason that you know it was it was tough to to overcome the collusionists. 
You know, it's, it's like playing one one versus five. Basketball game, one versus five. It's just it's, the math wasn't mathing. So I was like, well, I can take those entry fees, put it through the window, and probably make just as much money, if not more. Just wouldn't be in one of the bigger contests, you know? Right. That's why it's funny, like, I saw on Twitter, you know, <laughs> people complaining about what, you know, what happened. But some of the people complaining are the people that were doing it and just didn't get caught. <laughs> yeah, that's always rich, right? Or done it in the past and got caught and stuff like that, but. It's wild, man. This this horse racing game is is a wild place, I tell you. Yeah. I think in regards to this, part of it is that um, horse players just aren't considered that, that well by the industry. And it's a contest that doesn't affect breeders or owners or trainers or jockeys or anybody else that actually has someone representing them. And as such, no one really pays that much attention to it. I would imagine that most participants in the game have no idea that anything's even going on. <laughs> and Probably not. They, because it doesn't affect them. So they don't, they just look at it like, whatever yeah yeah and like from our standpoint i think everything is effective because it's associated with the game and it's run by an industry organization and uh if it's not on the up and up then why would everything else be on the up and up right the snowball effect yeah Yeah. You know, the, I mean that—that's all you see. I mean, it's—it's it's tough um, because the game was never marketed properly. Those narratives kind of came over like you know, like a hundred-foot wave, and it's hard to pull back on them or hard to get the narrative changed. You know, there's always been like, ever since I can remember, there's always been the stigma that, you know, horse players were. Were shady people, and you know, uh, only the the horses that were juiced up won. I mean, as as long as I can remember, those those notions have been out there about people at the racetrack, and you know, all kinds of monikers and and sayings and and things that you might hear. And as of late we haven't done anything at all <laughs> to dispel any of those stereotypes, false stereotypes, mostly. I mean, cause when you, when you think about it, <clears throat> really most horse players are kind of 
nerds essentially whether it's for pedigree math that sort of thing and that equates to dollars so that's where the attraction is Mm -hmm. but you know lately we haven't been able to to get out of that you know the the bad press cycle you know whether it's the horses breaking down the trainers getting suspended, you know, all that stuff, especially now when all these, these broadcasts come on, they want to be, you know, forward with everybody about what goes on. And we haven't had any much good press in regards to the industry itself. We've had single stories like, you know, Maple Leaf Mel, things like that. Um, but you know, as a, in, in general, our, uh, as they say in, you know, I used to play this baseball game on, uh, Nintendo back in the day, baseball stars. And there was a, a category for prestige and that determined a lot of what the money you would get if you win games. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's what we are with the industry. The, the prestige is down. <laughs> everybody's morale is kind of shaky because of hissa and all kinds of things going on it's just it seems like a really big transition point for the sport with no direction i mean i i don't know what direction things are really gonna go i mean hissa was like yeah we knew hissa was coming but there's some things that are going on now that nobody foresaw Yeah, no, you're, it's true. That's why we have to enjoy the good parts when we when we can. Yes, yes. So we're, we're gonna fire. We're gonna fire. And we're gonna win. So we may not win Thursday. No, because it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna wash out. <laughs> We're gonna you win, your, but it might not come. Need your water. You know, you need your 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 water shoes or, or your your wetsuit. Yeah, we can't use no mud no mud cocks anymore. No, no turn down. No turn down. <laughs> Nothing that might help a horse in the mud. Crazy. Well, we're gonna print. The Going Out Circles Digest on a daily basis throughout the meet. Probably have five or six editions a week. So subscribe if you listen. You know, you should really email Mr. Uh, Stephen Chris and ask him how, how he does it or how he used to do it. Well, he used to do it in the racing form. I know. <laughs> By print time. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. pulled that off. It's Let's really aggravating that the Twitter, like, yeah, they baller block in the Substack. It's so stupid. I mean, if we're there, we're there. You know what I mean? Like, right. just because we're linked to somewhere else doesn't mean we're trying to steal people. It just means that 
we have other things going on. Right. I mean, we're still there. Still got 6,000 followers. I mean, come on. Come on. And I paid a stupid eight bucks a month. Oh, man. It's totally, it's, it's ridiculous. Get Elon on the phone. Let's get him. Let's, you got that. You you know people. I don't know that pasty <laughs> fucking guy. Yes, you do. No Elons. Ken Ramsey has him on speed dial, man. Should call him up. He reads the Going Circles Digest, Mr. Ramsey. As he should. Right? Shouldn't everybody? That's what I thought. I should. Oh, okay. Got a lot of good advice on there. Oh, yeah. A lot of good information. Next week, we'll we'll pump this next week, too, but next Tuesday, we'll be releasing our 25 things to do or to go. Oh, it's it's not the food fest? Yeah, next week. Okay, that's what's up. The mayor called Spears chicken cutlet. The Spears, the mayor. He texted me today. I I need need to get him. He's looking for used horseshoes. For what? I have no idea. And I'm like, how many? Fifty. Fifty. Is that what he's gonna put in there? Is that decoration? I don't know. It's got to be decoration. I don't don't even want to know. But he doesn't have. He doesn't have 40 horses. He has zero horses, but he, he wants 50 horseshoes. Well, so now I got to go walking around the backside picking up horseshoes like I'm like a like a guy picking up cans for the five cent deposit. The hell? Yeah, exactly. And he said this in the middle of the day? It wasn't like at night? No, he texted me this morning. He texted me this morning, then sent a message <laughs> through someone else. <laughs> I got I to gotta collect 50 horseshoes. Holy shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Things I do. I got. I still haven't planned a basketball party. Yet, which I'm kind of dropping the ball on that. I mean, we got till October to do it, but still, we're gonna do it. Like we're gonna do it last minute. Like everything else that's. Been, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna have it be just like the rest of his life. It's gonna be done at the last minute. <laughs> Gonna be chaos. Oh man! You know, just praying that we 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 probably should get a a lawyer to sponsor the party. Yeah, that would be ideal. Cover the DWI's potential. <laughs> It's gonna take everybody's keys. That's why we got Johnny Uber, man. Uber Johnny, man. Uber Johnny, Johnny Uber. Is it Uber Johnny? Uber Johnny's uh, supposedly he's MIA. We gotta dig him up. 
But there, isn't there a Johnny Uber also? Uber Johnny. That's Uber Johnny. I thought there was two. Uh, just one. Officially oh. Uber Johnny, though. He could okay. be called Johnny Uber. I think he answered either. I'm not really sure where he's at, though. <laughs> Nobody ever knows where he's at, but he's the Uber no. guy. What? Yeah, he's the Uber guy, but we're not really sure where he's at. Nobody knows. This is slippery, this guy. Yeah, these are my friends. Well, all right. Sounds good. We've got another week of uh, Summer League. We've got Wemby. 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 Wemby got buckets, and now they shut him down. Yeah, he said, okay. You saw the goods. You see what we do. This is what you get after you, all the bricks. The first yeah. game, you you can see the rest in uh, in October. Yep, that was good. That was a good move. Yeah, what he's he's done enough. He's done enough. Summer league. I know there's some people that 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 are in the league now that barely play that were ridiculous in summer league. You would you would have thought they were NBA All Stars if you watch their summer league clips and games. So I don't put too much stock into it. Either way, good it's, or bad, it's nice to have games. Yeah, it's good to see something good other than watch. football and baseball, to... other than baseball and golf. So, yeah, golf sucks. Instant, instantly, instant Nike will. The Knicks have come up with absolutely the the worst summer league team I've ever seen. You turned them down? It's unwatchable. (laughs) Nobody even heard of the guys. I think Bobo should play. That Phoenix sign him and then play. Phoenix, man. He's, he's going to lead him to the promised land. The Bowl Bowl Wemby battles will be epic. Be like two the Bowl Bowl Wemby and Chet, sir. Chetster. I feel like giraffes battling it out. It's like Godzilla's thin ones, though, like rubber band sized Godzilla's. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, next week, when we do the show, we'll do a recap of what we saw. Hopefully, we we see winners. We see some winners. And, and some dry weather. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, the weather clears out. And, and uh, Space is on Wednesday. Yeah. This Wednesday at noon, Eastern, we'll be spacing out. do that all the time anyway you got any words of wisdom for the for the people as my dad used to say when i used to buy candy don't hide divide there you go and on that note we're out We'll see you next week.